Buena niña
the fire. The fire still burns. Thank you, Pete Townshend. That's from the album Pete Townshend's Deep End Live. The Deep End was the band he formed to tour and promote the album uh, All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes. That's from a concert then in 1986. Pete Townshend's Deep End and After the Fire. Before that, The Who themselves, Roger Daltrey on vocals with Dreaming from the Waste. 1975 was the year for the album The Who by Numbers. Before that, 
Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros, if you were listening closely, you may have been surprised by a vocal cameo there from Roger Daltrey. <laughs> he gets one line in uh, that really fun song, Global Agogo. That's the name of the album. Also, the second album from Joe and the Mescaleros. Uh, what was that, about 1999? Uh, no, 2001 for Global Agogo. Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros with Roger Daltrey popping up there. And that's how we moved into the Who. And the morning train is moving now towards the end of the line. So let's begin to wrap up today's show. I don't believe in miracles, but Dee Dee Ramon believed in miracles. And here is Pearl Jam to tell you about it.
Pearl Jam covering a D.D. Ramone song from the later portion of the Ramones recording career that was I Believe in Miracles. Pearl Jam from live at Benaroya Hall recorded in October 2003. Well that does it for the morning train today. Thank you for riding along and until we meet next Friday at 10 a.m. This is J.D. Buell saying, make it a great day for someone. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah.
Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm. Freeform Radio for free minds. Or or it could have been the GayDD, again, distracting me. Whenever there's a boy down in this area, I get real distracted. Um, So I think that's about all my time. If we got the mediation going okay back here, is it... Are we... Thank you, Pam. Pam says that I look hot because of my calves. She's stalling. Do I need to do more time? Are we okay? Are we? <laughs> mm, I, well, I hear that a lot. And I can go. <laughs> I do hear that occasionally. This little Henrique, he got a lot of energy. Woo! But um, I think I am done. Is it okay? I mean, I think I'm finished. You feel good? I, damn it, I don't have a joke for this. You're setting me, you're like set up, and I'm like, I can't spike it. Oh, yes, you can. I blew my load already. You Thank you, Pam. Yay! Will Brown, everybody. Yes. What a joy, what a wonderment, what a doll. What a great shirt. Right? You gotta wear that next time. We'll we'll do a when COVID's over, we'll go to Portland together. And it's the Rose City, and we'll do we'll do jokes together in your beautiful little rose shirt. Yeah, everybody, clap it up again for Will Brown! Yay! The comedian, former known as another person who's a high school teacher, so we can't say who he is. I used to be a high school teacher. That used to be a thing I used to do, and uh, it was so like okay. So in high school, like no one ever asked me out, and I was never asked to a dance or whatever. But then I became a high school teacher. And I was asked a junior prom four times when I was student teaching. Oh, yeah. I was 21, and I was asked. to. I was like, this is so amazing. I was just asked a junior prom four times. And then, and then my, my master teacher came up to me because I was in teaching credential school, and she was like, so the clothes that you wear are kind of a problem 
And I was like, I'm just wearing normal clothes. And she was like, no, 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 sweetheart. You're 22. You need to wear like a sackcloth. You need to dress like a Mormon. What are you doing? So I actually borrowed a bunch of clothes from my mom. <laughs> and it wasn't a problem ever again. It wasn't. I was, I was a special ed teacher for a long time. And uh, that's, uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. This one time, I, uh, it, hey, hey, guys. Are we are we ready for Thomas? I don't think that I don't think that our next comedian was in special ed as a child, but he's young he's young enough that he could have been in my class. You know what I mean? We played a lot of Oregon Trail. There was I was a lazy lazy teacher in 98. You know what I mean? I was like, "Play Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery." I know. Don't take bandages. What are you doing? Water. It's just so heavy to take all the water. Uh, hey, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He's been here for a bunch of open mics. This is his first time at, like, a real show. I'm really excited to bring him up. He's super, super funny. Put your hands together for Thomas, everyone. Yay! I told her to play uh, Busta Rhymes Touch It, but that hasn't come on yet. Can you put that on? Can you... Touch it, burn it, babe, launch it, turn it, fucking turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it again. Okay, anyway. Uh uh, it's my first time out in the outdoor crowd. Hold on, let me turn this let me bring this thing up. I'm a baby. Don't be mad at me, because I'm just a baby. I just started. Um Hey guys, do you think when Morrissey the Smiths guy, do you think when he sings happy birthday, he sings it like, you know, happy birthday to you? Or do you think he's like, happy birthday to you? That's another year, another year of life and death and closer to the infernal oblivion. Do you think that, is it about me or about you? Oh yeah, back to you. It's back to you. It's your birthday. Just wondering. Uh, another impression. Uh, this is uh, this is Vin Scully and Alanis Morissette in the commentary booth of a basketball game. So. <laughs> Incredible play by LeBron James. Alanis, what do you think about that? High five! <laughs> Why do you think he's so dominant in his 19th year in the league? Well, what it all boils down to, he's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He dunks, but he shoots it, baby. That's it. Uh, I'm still going to work. I'm still lucky enough to go to work uh, these days. Uh, I, you know, my probably the best moment of my day is when I first get there because in COVID times, uh, you got to still take your temperature. You got to keep a log of everyone's temperature. And uh, it's just a really pure moment where I walk in and I write my name down and I just, I, I can really just take a, just on, just go dark and just sort of, raise something to my temple and just really feel like pulling the trigger. You know what I mean? It's just so 
Nice. And then I just start the charade. And then I just become a worker again. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I don't know if anyone watches The Bachelor, but it's not coming back like you think it is. When it comes back, if anyone likes The Bachelor. Uh, I mean, I remember loving it because it's such a great social experiment. It's like one top prize and 30 idiots. Best of luck. But now, I mean, like, you'd watch it for, like, the social just angst of it all. Like, one guy kissing 10 ladies in a night. One lady kissing 10 guys in a night. I feel like if I told my friends today that I kissed 10 ladies last night before COVID, they'd be like, hell yeah, dude. Getting it. You're, oh, man. You know, if I told them that now, they'd be like, are you a, are you a sociopath? Bro, are you trying to kill us? Think about someone besides yourself, maybe? I don't know. So I've thought of a new way. I've thought of a way that we can make Bachelor COVID safe, you know? First of all, everyone's got to wear a mask. Makes the mystery a little bit better. People get to have great eyes, but be ugly. Uh, you know? Six feet apart, people can't rip weaves. You got to, like, you got to throw shit. Stuff. One, that's my one. You gotta throw stuff. It's a little bit more athletic. Uh, and obviously you can't touch each other at all. So my alternative, maybe this isn't a uh, ABC show so much anymore. Maybe a little bit more Netflix, right? A little bit more energy. Um, but one top prize, 30 contestants, six feet distance. Our top prize, has an app that controls everyone's vibrators, you know? They're just in there, you know? And he's just like, on dates, like, thank you so much for opening up to me about your mother's tragic suicide. That was really uh, brave of you. And um, I just feel like someone who can open up like that uh, really, is someone I could see myself potentially maybe one day falling for. Did you feel that? <laughs> you felt that, right? Uh, the other day I was, um, I was, I was uh, having sexual congress and um, in the <laughs> and in the in the flip in the in the position change, uh, my partner's uh, 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 ESPN alert went off because I guess she gets push notifications for ESPN. So it was like da na da na na. I was like, damn, I'm about to make the top ten. <laughs> in the absence of sports, am I gonna turn on ESPN tonight? And it's gonna be like coming in at number five. An absolutely flawless doggy to missionary transition. Watch how it doesn't leave it doesn't leave the orifice. Check it out, guys. This guy's a master masterful work. Coming in at number four. Uh anyway. One minute? Okay. Uh at my work, uh I have this manager. He's not really he's not my boss, he's just another manager. Uh and he calls me T Graz. And I'm like, don't don't put that on me. Don't put that on. My name is Thomas Graziano, but don't 
Don't don't call me Tigras like I'm J Lo. I need to earn that nickname. Like I'm not that cool. People earn those nicknames where you can just be the first initial and the first syllable. Right? Like Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, right? Paul Rodriguez, incredible skateboarder. P Rod, you know? Gigi Hadid, all star supermodel. Jihad, you know? <laughs> these are pe these are things that people go by. And I'm not there yet. All right, I'd like to close with a really short uh final impression because I'm I'm big into impressions. I would rather be an actor than a, than this thing. Um but uh This is uh this is Tom DeLong. This is uh uh lead singer of the of Blink-182. Uh in the crowd of a music festival. Okay, so here it is. Where are you? Well, I'm so sorry. I cannot see you, I cannot jam tonight <laughs> if you are not by my sign uh, tonight thank you very much everybody <laughs> keep it going keep it going for who's next anyone pam yeah your gracious host pam yeah thomas everyone hooray is rachel pinson still here there she is. You're going to go up next after this one little joke I have. Uh, so Thomas was just doing impressions. Uh, I, had a, I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. Right? So Bjork's my therapist. And I look, it up, I look up at her in this dream, and I'm like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And... She looks down at me with her loving eyes and her little swan friend. And she says, Your uterus is made of clouds. <laughs> and the, the polar bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. I'm like, Bjork. And then I woke up and I was like, I know, and it didn't make any sense because no one knows who Bjork is. But you all did, which was great. Thank you for knowing who Bjork is. Anyone under 30 is like, what is your impression about? Like, what is, where is Iceland? That's a place. I thought it melted from global warming. That place still exists. Iceland is not made out of ice. It's actually made out of volcanoes. So that's weird, right? What kind of oxymoronic thing is that? Oh, we're going to call it Iceland, and it's made out of fire. <laughs> That's cool. That's, I love Bjork. Uh, I also love your next comedian. She is um, she's one of my favorite people here in San Francisco. She's like, so I have like six comedy sons, but they all suck, and she's my comedy daughter, and she's amazing, right? Because like women work hard and stuff. She has an amazing show here at the station on Tuesdays, 
at 4 o'clock. It's called Always Free. It's all about the Rainbow family. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Rainbow Gatherings, but they're amazing people. And they love each other and they feed each other. And if you have dinner for two, you have enough for three. And if you have enough for three, you have enough for four. And then 12 people come over and you're like, you can sleep over and you're my best friend. And then sometimes they do your dishes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Rachel Pinson. I like being Pam's comedy daughter because for the first time in life, I'm the golden child. Suck it, man. Uh, do you guys know Pancake? I'm his biggest fan. I was actually the head of his fan club until the restraining order. So if you see Pancake, don't, don't tell him I'm here. Shh, he's looking. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, ladies. If you're a feminist, make some noise. Cool. Hey, men. If you're a feminist, just stay quiet, okay? <laughs> You've done enough talking. I'm like settling into mask culture more and more. Like we were all wearing a mask before, but now we're all up front about it. You know, it's cool. I think what I like most about it is like now my boss can't smell my beer breath at work. It's got some added benefits. No one knows if I have a cold sore. It's good, you know. You can't, you can't see my double chin when I'm looking at my phone. Like, there's some positives. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. <laughs> COVID is a really good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend too. It's like, hey man, if you're not gonna give me the hundred yards that the, that the court recommended, you can give me the six feet that the CDC said, right? Something. I saw a dude shooting up on the street and he was wearing a mask. He's like, you're wearing a mask, but you're raw dogging a needle. Like, obviously that was just for my health and safety. So I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I always like the, how environmentally conscious uh, California is. Like I saw a guy taking a, a used heroin needle to freebase heroin off of used piece of tinfoil. You know, like reduce, reuse, relapse. Like, it's not going to go up some turtle's nose, you know? Progressive. I go through this thing where I, like, have to adjust my glasses because the condensation and the mask, and then I'm touching my face too much, and I'm not safe at all. You know? <laughs> That's the way I feel. I don't feel safe. <laughs> Something uh, I, I think a lot of us struggle with is body image. Right? Like, I'm not, like, thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am yet. Like, I can't do BBW porn, like, yet, but I'm working on it. You know, like, one cheeseburger at a time, you know? <laughs> like, thanks to COVID pounds. But I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? I know, it's super relatable. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, instead of being down on myself or negative, we're in a body positivity or something like that, right? Right? I just figure I can use this to my advantage. So when I see the bark coming and it's full of people, I just kind of, like, waddle on there with my hand on my belly button. And this look on my face like I'm holding in a fart. <laughs> like maybe someone will notice, like, ma'am, would you like to sit down? I'm like, well, <laughs> priority seeing, that's so, that's so kind of you. And they'll start asking me questions like, hey, how far along are you? Oh, just like two more stops. <laughs> two more stops and I'm home. 
I think a, a new advantage is like I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything, and there's got to be a fetish for pregnant chicks, right? So I'm trying to work that too. So it's like I look super pregnant. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm walking down the, the <laughs> down the road with a beer, no mask, complete head turner. You know, <laughs> like who wants to have a threesome? <laughs> you know, like make my next shot a double because I'm drinking for two. <laughs> drinking for two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really didn't expect to come up, so I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> when COVID started, everyone was like, we need to stock up on toilet paper. We're going to run out of toilet paper. So I bought a bunch of toilet paper. I stocked up on it, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries because I'm lonely. You know? <laughs> Back order on online. It's... <laughs> Sucks. I got invited to a dinner party once, but it turns out it wasn't a dinner party, it was the Donner party. <laughs> I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. <clears throat> like I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit, you know? <laughs> I like to eat babies. Okay, I admit it. Is this... Like premature babies, like super premature babies. You know what I'm talking about, like sperm. Yeah, yeah. He gets it. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste, you know? I can't decide. <laughs> I think that's all my cannibalism jokes. Hey, how come we... <laughs> How come we romanticize vampires so much? Like, why aren't we romanticizing zombies? Like, they're good biters, right? Like, my question is, if you have a, a muzzle on a zombie and you have sex with them, they don't bite you, can you turn into a zombie? You think it's safe? All right, I, you, with the confidence of the way you're saying that, I believe you. And they can, like, they can pull off their limbs and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you've been fisted, but have you ever been wristed by a zombie? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a romantic person, you know? That's <laughs> like, why do vampires get all the, I don't get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> the host is paying really good attention. She told me to tell the zombie joke. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> Man, <clears throat> I grew up in uh, the Midwest, actually. Actually, I grew up in Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it. But nobody believes me when I say Middle Eastern, so I don't know. What am I supposed to say? I had two lesbian moms growing up, which was awesome, for sure. But everyone would ask me all these questions. Like, oh man, two moms, that's weird, was it rough? Like, no, like, it wasn't weird until you asked me that question. I didn't even know that could be weird. But now I live in the Bay Area, it's a different concern. They're like, oh man, two moms in the Midwest, that's weird, was it rough? Like, yeah, it was weird, we didn't even have an ocean, we just had a lake you can set on fire. <laughs> it doesn't even count as water, if you ask me. 
I used to think it was really hard for me to turn down white guys for dates because I didn't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. But now we're not allowed to gather. I don't think it's a problem. I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted to date me. Like, I don't want to sound prejudiced or anything, but he told me that he wanted to be a cop. And I just can't date somebody like that. You know, like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. Like, I would never bring a snitch home to the dinner table. <laughs> That's an awkward Thanksgiving. You know, and I like NWA just as much as the next white lady on a microphone on the street corner in San Francisco. And I know what's going on, you know, in the news and everything, but every time I hear, F the police, I can't cast, F the police, F the police, I'm like, no, man, that's how you make more police. You F them and they multiply. <laughs> I say, F a judge and get everybody off. <laughs> Sometimes I get dick pics. I don't know how to feel about it. But I, I started to think, like, maybe it's like when a cat brings you a dead animal. Like, even if you're disgusted and you're not really into it, they're just trying to show you affection, you know? Like, I cared about you so much. <laughs> I just, I love this. I want you to love this. <laughs> I did this for you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I have one minute. And now as soon as she said that, I'm like, I have jokes? Okay. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I grew up super trashy, but I didn't know that until other people pointed it out. I go into college and people are like, Do you want to go thrifting? And I'm like, You mean back to school shopping? Like I already I already did that. Like I thought I looked at <laughs> I thought it looked nice. <laughs> I had a, a boyfriend in high school, and I had called him. I'm like, you need to get checked. And he's like, oh, my God, have you been cheating on me? I'm like, for head lice. Relax, dude. Like, <laughs> relax. And I dated this guy. I think he, like, fetishized me for being trashy a little bit because he's like, can you say something to me but, like, in a country accent? That's weird. Okay. I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. Mama didn't pay the water bill, but that's okay, because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> we don't need no water, we got pops. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately, like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies. <laughs> one thing I noticed, like moving to California, is like, people are really sensitive when it comes to language. Like, I can't use the R word anymore. Like, anytime I accuse anybody of being a, a Republican, they get so mad, but I get it. It's because they put a retard in the White House. All right, thanks everyone. Rachel Pinson, killer set. Heck yeah. Uh, we this is. I'm gonna do just one more joke, and then we're we're done here. I'm just gonna leave you guys. You seem like a like a crowd that's into equality. Equality now. Right? Yeah. I think I think that we can accomplish this right now through PG-13 movies. Right? Stick with me for a second. If you cover up the nipple, 
you can see a 180% side boob in a PG-13 movie. You also get to see the butt, which I'm into. All the butt. Let's show the butt. Yeah. But what I'm saying for equality, what I'd like to see is some side scroat. <laughs> right? Cool. Because the balls, the balls are covered. And so let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, right, starring Nicolas Cage. He's old. His balls hang very deep. There, there's an infinity pool and the sun is going down. And Nick Cage is swimming toward the steps, right? And he's coming out the steps and his balls are deep in the water. And his member is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this amazing stained glass side scroat. Side scroat for equality. Equality now, everyone. Equality now. Side scroll for everyone. I want to see it hairy. I want to see it shorn. I want to see it. It's just like side boob. It's beautiful, gorgeous. Also under boob. I want more under boob. Right? Here's the other thing. You know what I find the sexiest thing right now on really any body type is someone who has stretch marks but they've got skinny and I feel like it's the biggest loser. Like I want to touch all, I want to touch all of the time period that they went. I'm like, I love your work. Like I see your perseverance. This is like your body says perseverance and dedication. And that's really hot to me. I'm like, look how hard you worked. And I can see that stretch marks. If you don't think stretch marks are sexy, you're a jerk face. Like, respect! Respect. I want to see anybody with stretch marks. Like, give me some pictures later. <laughs> I don't want your dick pics. I want your stretch mark pics. I want to see, like, that side with, like, that, uh. Demarcation of time. Also, tattoos are hot. Same thing. Same thing. Thank you guys all for being here so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, there's a thing over here. You can put money in if you like the show. You can, on Venmo, we're Mutiny Radio, all one word. There's a Mutiny Radio FM, too. I didn't make that. I don't know who did. Don't do it to that one. I don't know who that is. Ah, the haters are everywhere. But the Mutiny Radio, all one word, that's us. And um, there's money up here. Thank you so much. We do this every Friday at 7 o'clock. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being socially distanced. COVID is terrible, but we're trying our best. Love you all. Thank you. Good night. Yay! Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs>
Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. One nine seven six. Go for it. Call in, guys.
everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is a fun.